You're listening to the 17th episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH. And uh, yeah, this is our 17th episode. Um, I can't believe we've made it this far. Um, so the song of the week this week, um, the song of the week is I Am Alive by Primal Fear. Um, so Primal Fear is a German power metal band. I think that they were big in like the early 2000s and stuff. Anyways, they just put out, um, they just put out a new album and, uh, this is one of the tracks off that album. I don't know. I just personally feel like it captures a very modern power metal sound, um, and it's a really fun song, and I don't know, it also has, like, a, also a very strong emotional impact as well, um, you know, with super, like, energetic and awesome lyrics, so I highly recommend you check out the song. So our special guest to speak on the podcast is Chris from Jayhaw Films. How are you doing today? Pretty good, buddy. How is it going? Thanks for having me today. Good. Um, so first off, how long have uh, you been doing Jayhawk Films for? Um, I have been part of the channel since September 2015 when I made my debut with uh, How to Make Metalhead Friends. Uh, the channel itself started in uh, January 2014. Um, and how, how did you get on the channel? Uh, yeah, how, how do you get on the channel? Were you just friends with um, the guys or... Well, see, uh, that's the thing. Um, the Toronto metal scene is a lot smaller than people expect for such a big metropolitan area. Yeah. So I realized very quickly where the guys were filming um, in the infancy of the channel. Uh, some of the stuff from back then as well was done at York University. So I saw Carpizzle and Prims around campus at York and Jayhoff. I met him at the Amanamarth Skeletonwood show in 2014. Yeah, I, it was just a matter of me going up to him and saying, hey, you Julian Hoffman? Yeah. And yeah. he was taken aback that I actually knew his full name instead of as Jay Hoff. And then we swapped business cards and the rest is history. Yeah, well, um, so for, your, for the YouTube channel, you guys do uh, skits mainly focusing on um, metal, I guess. So who, who, comes up with, um, who comes up with that? So the writing process... It varies from time to time. Most of the time, it's just Jay Hoff and I just messaging each other over social media about whatever's popular or trending at the time. Uh, for example, the Lamb of God review that we just did was posted because I sent him a message. I was like, dude, this fucking album is terrible. And he was like, we should make fun of it. I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then he came over and I, we literally just did that one scene where I dropped the beer in the corner of my living room. So there are some, there are some videos like um, The Sickness or... Um, poser box where those videos that are based around uh like actual movies that stuff is yeah, usually yeah. pitched by jay hoff and then i'll add jokes here and there and then the rest of the stuff we do it's really a collaboration of the two of us and it varies sometimes whoever takes the lead sometimes it's me sometimes it's him but collectively we're always working to make funny content for the fans so we work out well together like that yeah so when did you start getting into music and when did you start uh listening to metal um, music has always been a part of my life since I can remember as a kid, uh, growing up, I did play rep hockey 
And I spent a lot of time at hockey arena, hockey arenas, both watching and playing hockey. So yeah. for me growing up, I got into just heavy distorted music by listening to whatever NHL 07 soundtrack was out that year. And I, I remember back then it was bands like uh, Billy Talent, uh, Protest the Hero. It was just it was just stuff I hadn't heard before that made me think, oh, there's there's more to music than whatever top 40 crap that you hear on a day-to-day basis. So yeah. it was around... Um, around like grade eight, grade nine, when I really started getting into metal specifically, like I always knew I liked hard rock prior. I was really big into ACDC back then as well, but it wasn't until like grade eight, grade nine, when I got into Metallica and the rest of the world changed for me. Um, and yourself, are you, uh, do you play any musical instruments at all? Um, I do play bass. I started playing bass when I was 18 years old. Uh, given the fact that uh, with just how big the channel has grown over the years and just with uh, my own personal stuff, I'm currently doing a post-grad at a college right now. So not as much time as I would like to be playing music. Yeah. And, um, and what are, uh, what are some of the coolest concerts you've ever been to? Ooh, I'd be hard pressed to not say the first time I saw Metallica that, and uh, that was uh, October, 2009 with, uh, Lamb of God, Lamb of God were touring in support of Wrath. So the set list was, for me, Wrath was one of my favorite eras of Lamb of God because it just captured all the best songs mm-hmm. of that era. Um, I think for me, when I saw Exodus w- in 2017 with Obituary and Power Trip, for me, that was not only a big show because like, wow, that's a stoked fucking bill. But it was the yeah. fact that like every two seconds, I had someone coming up to me being like, Hey, fucking Exodus, dude. And like, to me, that was like, oh, holy shit, this is actually because like every once in a while you'd get the occasional, hey, how's it going at a show? But it was at that Exodus show where I was just like, holy shit, everyone knows me because of this fucking band. So that, that's pretty memorable in my mind because that's where I felt most connected with the fans. Right. Um, and how does it feel like to be able to um, almost be famous from growing a YouTube channel? where you're really just joking around about um, music and yeah. Well, it's really awesome because uh, we're definitely in a unique scenario where, and we can actually make fun of the people in our industry that we admire as well. Yeah. Like you're not going to hear any, you're not going to hear of, of a power trip talking shit about Amon, Marth or Sabaton or whatever, but that's because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Those bands want to get on tour with them for us. We're just fucking around on YouTube. So well, yeah. we make the own we make the own rules of our land, so it's pretty rad to not only watch this channel grow into the way it is, but uh, just see all the fans that have grown and become part of the journey as well. Yeah, well, being a Winnipegger, um, there's a lot of metal bands currently in our local music scene. Um, mm-hmm. Any bands that stand out to you um, in Toronto? In Toronto, as of right now, the scene isn't too active. Um, there's more of a thriving scene in the uh, suburbs of Southern Ontario, such as in Kitchener, Waterloo. Yeah. Um, we've repped a lot of bands in the past on the channel that have made appearances as a background artist. Uh, most notably uh, recently Ripper made their debut on the channel. Um, yeah. Ideally I would like to hopefully once the pandemic is over and once I'm done school again, hopefully I can yeah. start getting into music and hopefully start doing some shows in the Toronto area. Yeah. Well, there's definitely, um, a lot of metal bands like it's it's in winnipeg it's like unreal like the nice. amount of local talent that we have especially there's a lot of um kids and stuff mm-hmm. so what is your um 
favorite metal album of 2020 so far? Ooh, I'm hard pressed not to say my boys in Warbringer just because they took me on tour with them. Hmm. But uh, New Heathens also coming out this year. I'm very stoked to hear what they have to offer. Uh, Skeletal Remains are also dropping an album this year. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, yeah, right now it's definitely Warbringer, but I'm really stoked to hear New Heathen and New Skeletal as well. Yeah, and what do you think about the new uh, Havoc album? Uh, new Havoc rips pretty hard. Uh, it's rad seeing those guys uh, push the boundaries on every album. It's definitely not. It's definitely not cookie cutter music. They're always trying to push the envelope. And uh, lyrically, I think David Sanchez uh, speaks volumes to what's going on in this unique situation that we're currently living in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, some of the questions that I've been asking today, actually, um, I put up a question poll on my uh, story this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to shout out the people who um, uh, ask, ask the questions, but mm-hmm. uh, here's another one from there. Um, do you have any tips for beginner moshers? Um, yes, double knot your shoelaces. Uh, you don't ever want to get caught looking down in the middle of a pit, even if it's in between songs. Uh, the in-between songs are for people to find their lost jewelry, shoes, uh, guitar picks if they've caught one. So definitely double knot your shoes. And um, I say start squatting. Squatting is really good. Get, get your core involved. Uh, if you got a good foundation, you're not going to get pushed around a lot. And if you see someone fall, pick them up. If someone's crowd surfing, don't cop a field. Don't be that dude. And, uh, yeah, just fucking give her and, uh, no karate in the pit, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. And w- what are, uh, some of the most memorable, memorable videos that you guys have ever shot? Oh, fuck. That's real. So I've got to say right off the bat, heavy Montreal, heavy Montreal was a treat just because that, that festival was the definitive. Uh, we couldn't walk six feet without someone recognizing us, which was fucking awesome. Right. And yeah, it was just, it was great seeing that many people at a festival that recognized myself and Julian. Um, so that was definitely a treat just because I loved interacting with all the fans. Um, the videos that we did uh, with Warbringer back in 2017 and uh, the interview with um, the interviews with Municipal Waste and Exodus. And in terms of the Jayhawk film skits, yeah. uh, last summer we did a video called, uh, what was it called? The Slayer Lawsuit episode where I tried suing a lawyer over carving Slayer into my arm. Um, a lot of the stuff we also do is improv as well. And that entire video was shot in one take. That was a, uh, we showed up to York University. Yeah. We had no idea what we were filming. We just sat down, we filmed, and we're like, okay, we're done. And then that was pretty easy. So that one, and I would say Scream Slayers are also really fun too, just because we get the fans involved in that. Yeah. And uh, what, are, what are your hopes um, and what do you hope happens uh, with your channel in the future? Um, it would be right to take to this, this channel to the next step. Um, I would love nothing more than to be a full-time YouTuber. I'm currently working as a uh, social media one, currently transitioning in my career to being a full-time social media and yeah. um, strategist and marketer. So I would love to just be a full-time YouTuber though. And ideally within the next few years, it'd be pretty right if Jay Hoff and I could either uh, get a band that's willing to take us out all the way to the States or, you know, yeah. get in contact with the label and see about doing some sort of like meet and greet tour in the States. Yeah. Um, and here's another, here's another question from uh, Instagram. Um, do you have any recommendations for uh, starting a battle jacket? 
Um, don't rush it. Enjoy the process. Everyone says to me, I get a lot of DMs saying, oh, wow, your jacket's awesome. Uh, here's my jacket, but there's only a couple packages on there. Um, always take pride in your denim, man. Like the half the fun of having a battle jacket is just collecting the patches and like figuring out where you want to put them and stuff. So my advice to anyone starting off with a battle jacket would be collect a bulk amount of patches and that way you can kind of like, you can lay out where you want your patches and then fill in the empty spaces from there. Mm -hmm. Um, so you were telling me earlier about, um, you're telling me earlier about where people can find more about you and uh, more about the channel and uh, your new website where you're selling uh, old teas. Could you tell us more about that? Absolutely. So Jay, Julian and I just relaunched jhawfilms.com for everyone to get uh, t-shirts and backpatches for the first time for pre-orders. Uh, you can find out some more of our backing stories on the channel in the about section about us on there as well. You'll find Julian's new Julian's new horror platform, ScreechRNet, which you guys mm -hmm. can check out. And uh, thrashedapparel.bigcartel.com is the home for my thrash shop, uh, where you can find oh, some OG tour shirts that are sadly too big on me now. And hopefully we'll get some new products in on that store in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so what kind of old merch are you still, are you uh, selling? Um, it's just a lot of the old concert tees that I was collecting from like 2010 up until 2017. Yeah. And then uh, th that's when I was wearing a large. Now I wear mediums. So th those shirts have just been collecting space on my parents' place. So I decided, fuck it, why not just throw it up? And everything's everything's dirt cheap. It's all in Canadian. So yeah, I, I'd yeah. rather see my old t-shirts go to fans that actually know and recognize the work. That and, they, and there are some t-shirts on there that I've worn in video as well. So that might be a nice treat for some fans as well. Yeah. Um, and another question, another question from Instagram is, um, who is the first band that if you had a choice that you would want to see um, after COVID? Ooh, fuck. I mean, I'm still cheese that Testament Municipal Waste got canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably want to see the waste. If, if, if it's a band that I want to go see post-COVID, it's a band I probably want to black out to. And there's no other band better to black out to than Municipal Waste. All right. Um, and another question is, uh, what is your favorite uh, T-shirt that you've picked up at a concert? Hmm. Favorite concert tee. There's this one Iron Maiden tour tee that I have where Eddie's riding a moose and he's got a hockey stick in his hand. Um, anytime yeah. I capitalize on making something Canadian, I'm probably going to spend my money on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can relate to that. Like when Metallica was here in 2018. Um, yeah, they did I, the specialty uh, city t-shirts. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I got the Metallica shirt with the golden boy on it, which was pretty sick. Oh, that's fucking rad, dude. Yeah, Metallica. I just wish Metallica would bring some old school prints on the on the road when they do tours too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's definitely nice. Like it would be nice for like bigger bands too to start, um, mm -hmm. you know, bringing some of their album tees and just their straight up logo. I agree. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, be sure to hit that like subscribe button, help us grow the channel so we can give back to you guys by providing you with more content and more memes. 
And thank you guys so much. And thank you for having me on your podcast, my dude. Thank, thank you for coming on. Um, it was great meeting you. And uh, I, I, love the, I love the channel. Thank you so much for the kind words, my dude. And thank you again for having me. You're welcome. All right. Well, thank you so much to Chris. It's always um, so amazing to talk to um, other people who really love music. Um, yeah, shout out to him. Go check out his YouTube channel. I've been watching, or go check out Jay Hoff Films, the YouTube channel that he stars on. I've been watching it for a little while right now, and I find it to be uh, quite entertaining. Um, thank you guys so much uh, for watching, uh, for listening to these episodes. And yeah, I'll see you next week. I'm GMH signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's talk and rock with GMH.